Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. I'm Paul Wagner. Join me as I dig deep into the mysterious case of the Potomac River Rapist. Listen to Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's award-winning American Nightmare podcast series, available now wherever you get your podcasts is leading to a cabinet member's resignation. I'm Christy King. Dow down 28 today. NASDAQ down 9. S&P down 12. It was the Caps' big debut, their opener in D.C. against the Bruins, but maybe not going the way that Washington fans wish. Maybe we'll finally get some playoff baseball this hour. 8 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Liberty Mutual Insurance. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. A jury orders InfoWars host Alex Jones to pay almost $1 billion in damages for calling the deadly Sandy Hook school shooting a hoax. CBS's Nikki Batiste. Mark Barden lost his son, Daniel. As you stand here today, I'm sure your son, Daniel, is on your mind. My son, Daniel, is always on my mind. And with everything I do, uh, I, I feel I owe it to him to honor him. Jones and his company, Free Speech Systems, were sued by eight victims' families and an FBI agent who responded to the shooting that took the lives of 20 students and six staff. Whether the Parkland, Florida school shooter is sentenced to death or life without parole for killing 17 people is in the hands of a jury. Judge Elizabeth Sherrill. Members of the jury, you have heard all of the evidence and the arguments of counsel. It is now your duty to make a decision as to the appropriate sentence that should be imposed upon Nicholas Jacob Cruz. Russia escalates its attacks on Ukrainian cities. Reaction from President Biden. The recent Russian attacks on civilian infrastructure in Ukraine. Same as always, man. It's brutal. It's, it's just it's, it's beyond the pale. Russia says it has arrested eight people, including five Russians, for last week's Crimea bridge explosion. The L.A. City Council member caught in a scandal over leaked recordings has resigned. CBS's Steve Futterman with more. Nuri Martinez had been under pressure for days to step down. Among those calling for a resignation were California Governor Gavin Newsom and President Biden. On the tape, Martinez has heard using disparaging and racist language. At one point, she refers to the adopted black son of a fellow white council member as a little monkey. NASA sets a new target launch date for its moon rocket. Actually, it's three dates, starting Monday, November 14th, with two backup possibilities later in the week, just in case. Artemis 1 has been delayed by technical trouble since resolved, and by Hurricane Ian, which forced to roll back to the vehicle assembly building for protection. Anybody who wants to watch the launch will have to stay up late or get up early. The launch windows are all after midnight Eastern time. 
Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. More protests in Iran sparked by the death of 22-year-old woman while in the custody of the country's morality police, BBC's Liz Doucette. Today there were more protests by the lawyers. There were protests in many parts of Tehran, at the university, outside the Bar Association. More images have been able to reach us from Iran despite the internet restrictions, uh, showing uh, the riot police trying to arrest people, uh, showing tear gas. This is CBS News. Liberty Mutual customizes your car and home insurance so you only pay for what you need. Visit LibertyMutual.com to learn more. It's 8.03 on this Wednesday night, October 12th, 2022. College Park at 67, maybe down to the upper 50s late tonight. Good evening, I'm Dimitri Sotis with the top local stories we're following this hour. It's campaign 2022 on WTOP, and it is the only time we expect to see them on the same stage together. In a televised governor's debate that just aired on TV, Maryland's two candidates vying for the nomination went head-to-head. -head. WTOP's Melissa Howell has our story. Dan Cox, a Republican state delegate from Frederick County, referenced his qualifications to be Maryland's next governor. He said, I am the only individual who has served in government and who has stood with Governor Hogan's policies to lower taxes. A credential Wes Moore, a vet and former CEO seeking office for the first time, quickly shot down. We're watching a perfect indication as to why Governor Hogan called you unfit to lead. When asked about the state's racial wealth gap and reparations, Delegate Cox. He's talking about, uh, you know, transferring wealth away from people because of their skin color. That is racist. It's wrong. Moore's response. We've got to focus on creating pathways for work, wages and wealth. Addressing things like unfair appraisal values in historically redlined neighborhoods. The debate is the only time the two candidates will appear together until Election Day. Melissa Howell, WTOP News. Coming up at 840, we'll get a summary and some analysis of tonight's debate from Maryland Matters reporter Will Ford. So if you have a little drive ahead of you, stay with us or come back at 840 tonight on WTOP. You can always ask your smart speaker to play WTOP. Other news this evening, and new, a Maryland appeals court will not intervene in a lower court's decision to free Adnan Syed, who served more than 20 years in prison for the murder that was chronicled in the groundbreaking serial podcast. The State Court of Special Appeals issued its order a day after prosecutors dropped charges against Syed in the 1999 killing of Heyman Lee, who was his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend at the time. Lee's family argued they didn't get sufficient notice of the lower court hearing last month after which Syed was released. The appeals court gave Lee's family 15 days to show why their appeal shouldn't be dropped now that the case against Syed is over. Also new this evening, some top athletic staffers at a couple of Montgomery County high schools are out of work tonight. This followed a huge brawl during a football game on Friday night, September 16th. The principals of Gaithersburg and Northwest High Schools sent out a letter, and in it it says the Gaithersburg High School athletic director is gone, as are the Northwest High School head coach and assistant coach. WTOP has reached out to the school system for some specifics on whether these people were fired or what exactly the deal is, but those in charge would not tell us. 806. D.C.'s deputy mayor for public safety and justice has not survived the turmoil set off by a parking lot assault that led to an assault charge in Arlington. Chris Geldarth has now resigned from his job in the mayor's cabinet after new questions about whether he lives in D.C. or Virginia 
where his family stays. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser won't say whether one issue weighed more heavily than the other, prompting Gildard's resignation. She does expect cabinet members to live in the city. You know uh, that his family lived in another place. And the parking lot altercation said to involve a ding of car doors. The response was serious, but I think what it was about was it was about nothing. Colleen Gildard, a capable and effective public servant, saying she's proud of the work they've done together over eight years. The issues surrounding and all of the questions being raised are distracting from his job and my job, and I have accepted his resignation. At the Wilson Building, Christy King, WTOP News. First responders in Fairfax County are voting on whether they want to collectively negotiate the terms and conditions of their employment, better known as collective bargaining. IAFF Local 2068, which represents about 1,500 firefighters, fire marshals, mechanics, and medics, will vote electronically through the end of the month. Local President Robert Young says in a statement that collective bargaining allows the first responders to provide the best fire and medical emergency services possible, while also ensuring the concerns of union members are heard and treated equitably. If collective bargaining is approved, negotiations between the union and the county will start sometime next spring. Ahead here on WTOP, after traffic and weather, there's now a decision on whether local police will face charges for shooting and killing a man at a shopping center in Northern Virginia back in June. He had been wanted for firing a gun in his brother's apartment. 807, stay with us. What do you have for us today, Charlotte? Charlotte is the little sister of the tooth fairy. Charlotte is the junk fairy. If you have stuff in your shed that you haven't used in the past 12 months, yes, you're not storing stuff. You've got junk. Turn your storage shed into a shed that you can use again. Give yourself some space to maneuver. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. We make junk disappear. All you have to do is point. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.COM. Veterans, you may have earned a variety of VA benefits. Did you know VA can help you further your education and pursue professional training? The Home Loan Guarantee Program can help you buy, repair, or adapt a home. VA provides housing support if you find yourself homeless or at risk of homelessness. And don't forget world-class health care. Learn more about these and other VA benefits. Visit choose.va.gov. 808. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. We're going to get back to Bob Imler in the traffic center. And Virginia on the ramp from eastbound Seminary Road to go south on 395. There was a crash temporarily blocking the ramp, and uh, the fire department was there. Southbound on 95 uh, near Dale City and by the uh, truck scales. The crash there is now on the left shoulder. But still, the crash remains on 95 northbound uh, after exit 126, Pennsylvania, getting by single file to the left using the left shoulder. It's a tractor trailer on its side, so that's going to be there for a while. And the delay is getting pretty long, headed up from Thornburg northbound on 95 and heading into Spotsylvania. Around the Beltway in Maryland and Virginia, traffic is running pretty well. Uh, no delays to report on 66, though I believe they're starting to set up road work. Uh, eastbound on 66 in Centerville near Route 29. And southbound 28 at Compton Road, still working on the car fire there. That is causing pretty lengthy delays. In Maryland, northbound Rock, uh, Rockville Pike, all lanes remain blocked before Pooks Hill Road. You cannot get to the Beltway northbound on Rockville Pike now. I believe they're just starting to allow some traffic to get by by squeezing to the left northbound on Rockville Pike. Northbound Old Georgetown Road from the Beltway to Democracy Boulevard, getting by single file past the work zone there. Uh, so that is also going to cause a bit of a slowdown traveling north on Old Georgetown Road. And it's going to be the right lane that is getting by. 
Well, visit FitzMall.com. Find a safe used car. Fitzgerald has hundreds of cars, trucks, and SUVs, and next to a new car, a Fitzway used car is best. Visit FitzMall.com today. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4's Mike Stenifer. We are going to see a good deal of cloud cover across the region tonight. There'll be a chance of light rain by sunrise. Our lows mid-50s to lower 60s. Rain likely Thursday morning for the drive into work. That'll taper off to a few showers by late morning. Another round of showers and thunderstorms mid to late afternoon on Thursday. These could be severe. Look for highs in the low to mid-70s. On Friday, it'll be mostly sunny and breezy. Highs in the mid to upper 60s. Saturday, sunshine, low to mid 70s. Could be a shower on Sunday, a high in the low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4, a meteorologist, Mike Stenerford. Rockville at 64, Ashburn now 68, and District Heights 63. Dropping into the 50s in some parts of our area. We're brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. 811, the Fairfax County Police, in fact, the Fairfax County Police officers who shot and killed a arrested man at Springfield Town Center in June are not going to face any charges. The county's top prosecutor says officers Daniel Houts and Ryan Sheehan reasonably believe the 37-year-old Christian Parker posed a serious immediate threat to them and a third officer who was on the scene. The officers found Parker behind the wheel of his car that was parked near the Target store at the shopping complex, and they boxed him in. They then asked him to raise his hands, raise his arms several times. Instead, they say he reached for a handgun, started waving that gun, and reached for the trigger. Parker was wanted for firing a gun at his brother's apartment during an argument there. As you've likely been hearing on WTOP, a curfew to cut crime is going to last at least until the end of the year in Prince George's County. The rule for kids younger than 17 appears to have done what it was supposed to do. But the county's top cop says there are other factors at play. Prince George's County Police Chief Malik Aziz says there's lots of reasons why the curfew appears to have worked. Cooperative youth. Uh, it is a, a more attention to the matter brought on uh, by, by a county executive. No fines and only a handful of warnings were issued. The county also kept some rec centers open longer. Our youth did not... Um, go to those centers. And County Executive Angela Alsobrooks maintains the curfew isn't the long-term fix. In fact, she says what's needed now might change later. We'll continue to revise the strategy as we see fit. We just need more community and parental involvement. John Dome in WTOP News. We've seen headlines of brutal attacks on both trains and buses, but new data in Metro's annual performance reports show... Crime actually dropped over the past year. The report says crime decreased by 27% compared to the previous year. Between July of last year and June 2022, over a quarter of the crimes were against people, like homicide, rape, and assaults. While lower than last year, it still exceeds pre-pandemic levels. But the most common occurrence were property crimes. They reported around 51 a month, most of which were on Metro Rail. The transit agency says that property crime rates have dropped to around pre-pandemic levels. And they say priorities moving forward in 2023 will include posting more Metro police on buses, trains, and platforms, and hiring crisis intervention specialists for mental health episodes. Luke Luger, WTOP News. This game counts. The new hockey season has started. The Caps back on the ice against the Bruins. We'll get a live update here on WTOP. Stay with us. I'm Bob Burke, founder and chairman of Burke America Parts Group, a family of brands that includes RepairClinic.com, an appliance and HVAC parts solution company that's grown into an international brand. Before AmericanEagle.com, we partially launched a new technology platform developed by another firm, American Eagle helped take our technology to a whole new level with digital marketing, software development, and business insights into our key markets, appliances, HVAC, and outdoor power equipment, and did so both on time and on budget. 
AmericanEagle.com has the resources, experience, and talent needed to produce solutions. Our new technology platform developed by AmericanEagle.com has produced tremendous results with higher traffic, conversion, engagement, and online revenue. If you have any home repairs you need to take care of, check us out at RepairClinic.com. If you need a world-class website or technology project, then I would highly recommend AmericanEagle.com. Call AmericanEagle.com at 773-NETWORK. That's AmericanEagle.com, 773-NETWORK. 1-877-CARDS-FOR-KIDS. K-A-R-S, Cards for Kids. Donate your car today at carsforkids.org. That's cars with a K. Your car, running or not, can be picked up as soon as the next day. You'll get a maximum tax deduction and a vacation voucher. 1-877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Say 15 as we go to Rob Woodfork. All right, Dimitri, the Capitals thought they had their goaltending issues solved with Darcy Kemper, but it's not quite playing out that way against Boston. And I got to wonder if the presence of uh, Massachusetts boy Sully from, I mean, Dave Preston has anything to do with it. Hey, Sully from Southie hasn't been the same since Kathleen from Quincy left for Cambridge and started dating Carlton. Capitals trail 3-1 with 10.38 to play in the second period. Anthony Mantha, the first cap to light the lamp this season with 12.26 left in the frame. Offseason acquisitions, Dylan Strom and Eric Gustafson getting assists on the play. The Caps trying to climb out of a 3-0 crater. Boston's Patrice Bergeron, David Pasternak, and Taylor Hall scoring for the visitors. Pasternak has a goal and two assists. Bruins on a 21-16 shot advantage. Capitals trail 3-1, 10-38 to play in the second. All right, Dave. Uh, both NLDS series in action tonight in Atlanta. No score between the Braves and Phillies in the third inning of a game that dealt with a lengthy rain delay. And we're minutes from first pitch in L.A. as Clayton Kershaw looks to give the Dodgers a 2-0 lead in this series against you, Darvish, and the Padres. The short week doing the Washington Commanders no favors. A lengthy list of players are already ruled out of the Thursday nighter in Chicago. For better or worse, William Jackson won't even make the trip. Fellow defensive back Percy Butler also sidelined. The offense, again, without rookie Jahan Dotson, uh, Logan Thomas, and Sam Cosme also out for an offense that uh, needs all hands on deck. Elsewhere in the NFC East, the division lead will be decided on Sunday night football between the Cowboys and Eagles. And a guy who played the offensive line for both sides of the rivalry has given us the quote of the week. Jason Peters, who is now a Cowboy, he spent 11 seasons leading the uh, Eagles line. He said today, Philly fans, and I'm paraphrasing here, are effing idiots. But as our own Dean Lane likes to say, I, he meant it with all humility and love. Yes. He said they pride themselves on being nasty, vulgar. They're going to cuss at you and throw stuff. And uh, I, guess, I guess he's trying to prompt them to do that, even though the game is in Dallas on Sunday night. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. All right, Rob, we've got the top stories we're following for you on WTOP. D.C.'s Deputy Mayor for Public Safety, Chris Geldart, has resigned tonight. Geldart was charged with assault in a recent fight in Arlington, and he's faced questions about whether he actually lives in D.C., as is required of all members of the mayor's cabinet. Major fallout from a recent brawl at a high school football game in Montgomery County last month. The Gaithersburg High School Athletic Director is out of work, as are the Northwest High School head coach and assistant coach. A former Mar-a-Lago employee tells the feds about moving documents and boxes of documents out of storage and into former President Trump's residence. 
Sources tell the Washington Post the ex-employee told agents that President Trump, former President Trump, ordered the documents moved after a subpoena in May, requesting the return of any remaining classified documents. Stay with WTOP for more about these stories in just minutes. 818. Traffic and weather on the 8th and when it breaks. Here's Bob Imler in the WTOP Traffic Center. In Springfield, southbound on 95, just below the Beltway near 644, an incident along the right side of the roadway, causing a brief slowdown coming down from the Beltway. Did have a crash on the ramp from eastbound Seminary Road to go south on 395. You should be able to get by now. And on uh, 95 northbound, not such a lucky break there. Northbound traffic is very slow on 95. Uh, getting up to Spotsylvania, exit 126. Just beyond that uh, is the crash involving the tractor trailer on its side. You get by single file to the left. On 66, I believe they're starting to set up road work eastbound in Centerville near Route 29. Should be getting by single file to the right there. And southbound 28 is hung up badly getting from uh, New Braddock Road and down toward Compton Road where they're still working on the car fire, may still have all traffic stopped in the southbound direction there on southbound 28 at Compton Road. And in Maryland, northbound on 355 before Pooks Hill Road, the crash is cleared and uh, travel lanes are open now, at least two lanes getting by. I think all lanes are open now uh, coming up from Jonesbridge Road toward the Beltway are in much better shape than they were just a few minutes ago. Meantime, on 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway, each running pretty well between the Beltways. No delays to report on 270 or 50 out to the Bay Bridge. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. Storm Team 4, four-day forecast from Mike Stennerford. Most of the cloudy skies tonight with a chance of light rain by sunrise. Our lows mid-50s and lower 60s. Rain likely Thursday morning that will taper off to just a few showers by late morning. Mid to late afternoon on Thursday, a risk of thunderstorms, which could be severe. Look for highs in the low to mid 70s. Turning sunny and breezy on Friday, it'll be a little bit cooler. Highs mid to upper 60s. Sunshine and pleasant on Saturday. Highs low to mid 70s. Could be a couple showers by Sunday afternoon as the front comes away. A high in the low 70s. I'm Storm Team 4 Meteorologist Mike Stennerford. Manassas 65, Metro Center 67, DC 67 degrees. Down to about 60, maybe 58 or so in some suburban areas. 820 on WTOP as we're brought to you by New Look Home Design. Pay for half your new roof later and half never. Coming up tonight, right here on WTOP. Today marks two big milestones for the wharf in D.C. I'm Mike Marillo. Stay with us a while. I'd like to see the doctor for a few questions about medical marijuana. Sir, the doctor is booked solid today and tomorrow and next week. Can you come back in three weeks? Wait, wait. Just to talk about a medical marijuana card, I have to wait three weeks? No, sir. Just between us, no one has to wait. I got my own medical marijuana card sitting at my kitchen table through VeraHeal.com. It was quick, professional, and so easy. VeraHeal.com? V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. They have a library of medical marijuana facts and scientific research to browse. And you can pre-qualify for a card online in minutes. Great, but I still have questions. You can easily talk to a doctor right there online. Everything is private and secure. For reliable cannabis information and to pre-qualify online, join Verahill's millions of satisfied clients at V-E-R-I-H-E-A-L.com. Get started today with easy financing. Pay only if you qualify. Verahill.com. 821.
It's Marlowe Furniture's fabulous Red Tag Savings event and your chance to get the lowest prices with Red Tag Savings of 60% off store-wide. Plus, special no-interest financing. All Marlowe showrooms are filled with hundreds of in-stock items marked down. Marlowe sofas and sectionals, Red Tag. Casual and formal dining rooms, Red Tag. Motion furniture, leather furniture, Red Tag. Even Marlowe bedroom furniture. Save 60% off and special no-interest financing. At Marlowe Furniture with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. Accelerate threat detection and response with ArcSight. Can your agency actively support its mission and simultaneously transform? Let MFGS Inc. show you how ArcSight enables your federal organization to accelerate detection and response to known and unknown threats. Threat intelligence feeds, memory correlation, and unsupervised machine learning reduce false positive incidents by up to 90%, increasing your security team's efficiency and effectiveness. Greater threat detection and mitigation in less time means more time for transformation and modernization. Learn more at MFGS. This is WTOP News. It's 822, and we're a step closer to getting updated COVID booster shots for kids as young as 5. The FDA has now authorized the tweak shots for children between the ages of 5 and 11. At last report, the CDC still had not given the final green light. We're waiting on that. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus says the timing here is key ahead of an anticipated winter surge. Over time, immunity wanes against the uh, a virus after the vaccine, and the hope is we can keep immunity up and much broader with these new uh, variant boosters. The updated shots contain half the recipe that targeted the original coronavirus strain and half protection against the now dominant BA4 and BA5 Omicron versions. President Biden has declared a national monument at a former army post in Colorado that played a key role in World War II. It's President Biden's first use of the Antiquities Act. It's a permanent, permanent decision, an action that no future president can overturn. Mr. Biden has decreed that the Camp Hale Continental Divide National Monument will be forever protected. The camp south of Vail, Colorado, was an army training ground in World War II. There, soldiers learned how to fight in the Alps. I taught my boys to ski here. I taught my family to ski here. The president also paused new oil and gas drilling nearby in a move Republican critics call a land grab. Stephen Portnoy, CBS News, Washington. Do you like to spend some time along the southwest D.C. waterfront? On its fifth anniversary of being opened, the wharf in D.C. announces it's reached a big milestone. Phase two of the waterfront neighborhood is done. Marching bands and more mark the opening of Phase 2. For the first time, this will help support Washington, D.C. is a true waterfront city. Monty Hoffman of Hoffman & Associates led the development of the wharf. He says last year, 7 million people came here and next year. We expect to have 10 million visitors. The opening of Phase 2 makes the wharf a mile long. It'll include a boutique hotel, condos, and new businesses, including Gordon Ramsay's Hell's Kitchen. D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser on the completion of the wharf. Underutilizing our waterfront has been a detriment uh, to our city, and bringing it back has been a big boon. Along the southwest waterfront, Mike Marillo, WTOP News. On a train, it takes you about three hours to get to New York, and sometimes flying at a conventional airport can take a long time, too. How about a seaplane as your way to commute between New York and D.C.? Starting Friday, Tailwind Air will fly between Dulles and Manhattan's Marina Seaport. The trip is about 90 minutes. The air service will offer eight flights a week in each direction from a private terminal at Dulles into Manhattan. 
One-way tickets between D.C. and New York start at $395. Money News 25 and 55 now with Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow finished Wednesday session down, although just 28 points. Wholesale prices rose another four-tenths of a percent in September. The Consumer Price Index report is first thing Thursday morning. Median home selling prices across the D.C. metro last month were up 3% from a year ago, but prices were 14% lower in Arlington County. Boston Bakery Tate is opening its ninth D.C. location. This one in Old Town, less than two years after opening its first location here. Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Tokyo stocks are down about a quarter percent right now. South Korea is lower as well. Australia's ASX 200 up one quarter of a percent. Still ahead here on WTOP, a D.C. deputy mayor is out of a job amid a couple of different controversies. It's 826. Stay close to your breaking news, traffic, and weather station. Are you a working engineer ready to take the next step to further your career? Earn your master's in engineering from the University of Maryland. World-renowned faculty and state-of-the-art resources in a convenient part-time program with options for learning online or in person. Don't wait to unlock your career potential. Learn more at the University of Maryland's Graduate Engineering Open House on November 5th. RSVP at MAGE. Dot umd dot edu slash open house beyond king tut the immersive experience is a new exhibit celebrating the 100 year anniversary of the discovery of king tut's tomb visitors will experience the wonders of ancient egypt and learn how modern day experience